this computer. So hello everyone and a very warm welcome to another edition of the Destiny Awakening Interviews. I'm Andrew Wayfinder Runievich and I'm joined today by Svetlana Saitsky, an executive leadership coach and facilitator. And a very warm welcome to you, Svetlana. And where are you hanging out today? Thank you so much for having me. Uh, today I am at home in uh, San Rafael, California. So just uh, north of San Francisco. Okay, great. So the reason I wanted to speak to you today is I'm just fascinated both by your background and your approach. So officially, Svetlana is an executive coach, artist, and mental wealth advocate. And in the last decade, she's coached hundreds of leaders across multiple industries, including leaders at Google, Apple, Envision App, Autodesk, Netflix, and Airbnb, to name just a few. Her coaching approach is direct and intuitive and combines her education in leadership development with Jungian psychotherapy and psychology and neuroscience. Her clients describe her using words like enlightenment, a natural motivator, passion and compassion, inspiring and transformational. So thank you, Svetlana, for your time today. And our title today is Stop Waiting, Start Living. Svetlana is going to unpack that idea for us by asking six questions. Well, actually, no, I'm asking the questions. She's answering them. <laughs> So the time starts now, Svetlana. The first question is, who is your ideal client and what's the transformation you help them achieve? Hmm. I think my ideal client is an individual who realizes that there's more. They've already achieved a certain level of success, meaning something that we typically in our society value. It might be financial success. It might be maybe they have a successful relationship, a successful career, and yet they still feel a bit unfulfilled. They, yeah, the way I can describe it is I came to a point in my life where I really realized like there's more. I want to, I want to know me, my heart, my soul, mind, body, spirit. And I really want to leave a mark on this world and figure out what really fulfills me beyond just those things that I used to find successful. So I love working with people like that. I feel like we're on similar paths. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. So we're at a little bit over minutes. The question number two is what's the biggest challenge they're facing? I think the biggest challenge that they're facing right now is an overload of information coming from so many sources. I don't know how you can relate to this, but even with this, you know, I'm in the US, we just had an election. Depending on who you talk to, you get completely different information as to what's the truth, what's important, what's healthy. We're bombarded constantly. So I think a noise, just constant content. <clears throat> the other thing I think is isolation. You know, it's been a rough year. A lot of us uh, have been alone more with ourselves. Uh, maybe for the introverts, it was awesome. But I'd say even, you know, for everyone, we're social beings. And so 
spending too much time in your own head, usually not a great thing. Uh, so I'd say that that's another. And another one, I would say probably for number three, it's sort of a, a lack of prioritization. So you kind of have a sense of, I think this is important. I think I want to do this, but like, where do I get started? How do I build a system? You know, I, I'm a big fan of building systems. It's like, once you have a system set up, then you just follow along the way and it can be a really nice container for whatever it is that you're working on. So I think those are the main three things. Okay, great. You know, I, and I think that's an important observation, the, you know, the distinction between information and wisdom. You know, that information might be how to do something, but wisdom is why to do it or right. even why not to do it. Right, right. It's sort of like uh, we were just talking about this a little bit earlier, but we all have that kind of voice in our head or many voices. I have a whole crew of voices in my head. Uh, and there's one I feel that's like the, the higher self, the wisdom, that, that all knowing part of us that observes and can help guide us, I think, towards the, the, the more aligned, joyful, better yeah. path. Yeah. And I think tuning into that voice can be really challenging and that is i that i love doing that work with clients well that's a perfect segue just over four minutes to question number three so what's the number one insight you would share with the audience to help them right now the number one insight doing the dishes is something that most people really don't like but i've learned to feel the warm water on my hands and smell the really nice soap that I buy. Every activity that you do, everything can be enjoyable. If you tune in to the feeling of it, like on your body or the sensation, the smell, it could be anything. I, I had someone say to me, "How I, I can't find a way to enjoy schoolwork. And I said, well, you can think about the fact that you get to go to school and millions of people dream of doing that, right? So it's all about perspective, but it's that really with the right perspective, you can find joy in, in almost anything. Yeah, that reminds me, my meditation teacher used to say that, you know, when you're, when you're in that sort of bliss state, dancing and cleaning the toilet are the same experience. So true. I think about that when I'm cleaning. I really focus, you know, and that's why I've also invested in very good smelling cleaning supplies. I do want to say that. That might go a little bit against the point, but make, you know, a, a friend of mine who's a, a monk, a former monk, says to me that when he go, would go away for his retreat, he would always take care of all the things he needed to take care of so that when he was there, he had less on his mind. He said, make it easier for yourself. Life is tough enough. So if you have to make it a little more easy, if you want a nice smelling soap, 
If you want to take care of your taxes before you go off on that trip so you don't have to worry about it, do that. Make it easier for yourself. Great insight. So just over six minutes. Question number four. Is there a concept, book, program, or talk that has been most impactful in your experience? The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer totally changed my life. Uh, yeah, in more ways, get the book. Just okay. read it, read it slowly, read it twice, give it to all your friends. <laughs> I, I make no money for saying this. I wish I did. Um, there's another amazing author called Stuart Wilde. He wrote a book called The Infinite Self. It was gifted to me kind of randomly. And it was just, I mean, like consciousness expanding, mind altering, heart opening, amazing. Uh, I'm also a huge fan of Liz Gilbert. I think her Ted talk on, I think it's the creative genius mm -hmm. is amazing. And her book, big magic is awesome for sparking creativity, um, and artistry. So, yeah. So I'd say those are a few good examples. Okay, great. And question number five not quite eight minutes. What free resource would you like to share with the audience that could help them? Absolutely. So obviously as a coach, uh, I believe very much in the power of coaching. So what I'd love to share is a complimentary coaching session. Uh, let's go ahead and actually, you know, dive in to you, to what's important for you, what you want in your life, maybe some blocks that you're facing and actually go through the experience of doing it because just like anything else, until you try it, coaching is not something you can just sort of theoretically understand. Okay, great. So that's will be at www.svetlanasaitsky, S-V-E-T-L-A-N-A-S-A-I-T-S-K-Y.com. And that'll also be in the show notes. So we're at the last question. Svetlana, what should I have asked you that I didn't? Ooh, I love that question. That is a great question. I used to interview people and ask that question. So thank you. Uh, what should have you asked me? You should have asked me what I am most grateful for. Okay, so what are you most grateful for? I in this moment, I'm most grateful for technology. Technology allows you and I to meet, to connect, having never met in real life, to create a podcast for people who we don't even know, or maybe some we do know. They might be able to get inspired, share with their friends. You know, I think this is incredible. I mean, a hundred years ago, this would have sounded like magic. Mm -hmm. well, you know, our little... 15 years ago, it would have been impossible still. <laughs> I know. I went back way further. But it's just amazing. So I, I think technology comes with a lot of negative things as well. But I'm just so grateful. I'm grateful for my computer. I'm grateful for my phone. I'm grateful for 
uh, my voice and my ability to speak and connect. And so just thank you to all the wonderful technology that we all have available to us these days that allows us to be as active and connected as we want to be. Cool. Well, that's been a lovely observation and experience. So thank you so much for your time, Svetlana. Thank you as well. Um...